Hello, and welcome to season two of Coffee Books. Today, I'm starting a brand new coffee book for you, and that book is The Curious Barista's Guide to Coffee by Tristan Stevenson. Let's go ahead and dig in. Introduction. For a lot of people, a cup of coffee need only be something of passable quality and sufficient heat that delivers the expected caffeine kick. The daily grind of life becomes a more evenly matched contest when there's a mug of coffee at your side or a paper cup of it in your hand. I can't deny that I've enjoyed the energizing effects of caffeine, and it's certainly questionable whether this book would have been completed without it. The adoption of Italian espresso culture over the past 60 years has awarded the humble cup of joe with a refreshing new makeover, transforming coffee into something evocative, aspirational, and sexy, while at the same time asking even the most macho of men to embrace fashionable continental terms like macchiato. The espresso bar has, in turn, paved the way for the rise of the now ubiquitous American-style chain cafe, which these days stands as a cultural middle ground between home and work, relaxation and concentration, comfort and functionality. Oh, and they sell coffee too. We are now seeing a new wave of quality-focused coffee shops that aim to pique our curiosity and satisfy our desire for a delicious drink. And for a growing number of people, a good coffee is becoming much more than a simple agent of stimulation. We are beginning to recognize that coffee can contain a wealth of appreciable and sometimes unexpected flavors, but also that those who make good coffee are worthy of the same degree of recognition that any other complex culinary field would warrant. These baristas carry an air of quiet erudition about them as the new breed of coffee shop aspires to engage its customers in earnest dialogue over such things as coffee origin, roast style, and brewing method. The plethora of flavors and aromas that a cup of coffee can offer has, in turn, inspired us to dig deeper, and we are beginning to discover the fact that a great cup of coffee has a story behind it, too. The history of coffee's ascent prominence is part of that, but also the physical journey of a cup of coffee and the concerted efforts of numerous people across the various parts of the world. Recognizing the fragility of this journey, coupled with the occasional glimpses of liquid perfection as every element comes together, is what makes some of these moments exploring coffee very special indeed. We live in a time where our raw and roasted coffee has never tasted better, and the individuals who are driving its quality and success forward have never been more empowered. The coffee trade is more transparent than ever and delicious specialty coffee is easily obtain obtainable. This book explores how coffee has reached this stage of development, to the processes that it takes to get to us, why it tastes the way it does, and the considerations and practices that go into brewing amazing coffee drinks. How to use this book. The first section of this book documents coffee's extraordinary history. It's fair to say that coffee has influenced the world we live in, having played its part in politics, economics, philosophy, and technology for over 500 years and continuing to fuel the thoughts of the great thinkers of the modern era. Books like this one only exist as a result of the things that have come before. And when writing this book, I found myself taking time out from all the scientific geekery of brewing delicious drinks and grounding myself in a piece of history from coffee's turbulent past. 
The next chunk of the book covers all things concerning the production of coffee. This takes us from tropical farms through to the processing of coffee cherries and onto the multifarious art of coffee roasting. All the stages of coffee production are necessary practical steps towards creating a physical cup of coffee, but within that they each harbor idiosyncrasies in the form of practices or methods derived either from trial and error or tradition which through scientific understanding can now be manipulated and exploited to great effect. Each of these factors combines and culminates in the coffee that you're sipping on now, whether it's a sad and lifeless cup of instant or the finest specialty coffee brewed to perfection. In this section, I also endeavor to explore some of the science of coffee flavor, while looking into such things as caffeine, water, and the physics and chemistry of extracting flavor from ground coffee. The following part of the book is about grinding and brewing. The latter is split into three chapters, espresso, espresso-based drinks, and other brewing methods. We start with the different grind sizes and the impact on the resulting cup of coffee. From there, we move on to the vast array of brewing paraphernalia available to the modern barista, each unique in its approach towards separating brewed coffee from spent coffee grounds and each unique in its ability to cast light on the numerous contours of coffee's character. The final section in the main part of the book includes a range of coffee-based drinks that I have developed over the years. Some are original creations, and others are based on food and drink that you are very likely familiar with, albeit with a twist. These recipes are diverse, but the one thing that they have in common is the celebration of coffee flavor. At the rear of the book, I've included an appendix split into two parts. The first is an exploration of 40 coffee-producing countries with a concise description of their respective histories, the size of their operations, and the style and quality of some of their most exciting coffees. The second part focuses on a, different, on a dozen different varieties of coffee, along with their respective features and merits. Just like grapes and wine, specific varieties produce a range of different-looking coffee beans that go on to produce quite different tasting cups of coffee. Chapter 1. The History and Origins of Coffee Just like the human race, coffee's origins can be traced to Ethiopia. Who'd have thought that the legendary discovery of a humble goat herder would have gone on to lead to the formation of nations, revolutions, and pioneering scientific inventions? Don't believe me? Pour yourself a cup and read on. It may be pure chance that coffee arrived in what we know now as the Middle East at the dawn of an unprecedented period of learning and enlightenment in the 9th and 10th centuries. It could also be a coincidence that in the 1,000 years that followed, on more than a few occasions, the cultural discovery of coffee preceded a sharp ascent to global power, from Ottoman to British, French, Spanish, Portuguese, Dutch, and American. It's probably also a coincidence that coffee-drinking establishments have, time and again, fertilized new ways of thinking, challenged class systems, and fostered learning and debate. Indeed, some of the greatest names in history lived in a space and time surrounded by coffee-drinking culture and sipped on more than a few cups themselves, from Isaac Newton to Beethoven, Napoleon, and even Steve Jobs. In some instances, the influence of coffee and coffee houses has sparked some of the histories most significant revolutions, civil wars, and uprisings. Coincidence, perhaps, but plausible enough that various religious leaders, 
kings and politicians, have smelled the coffee, pointed the finger, and in some cases even banned the bean altogether. Coffee has been consumed in Europe in only the last four centuries. It only crossed the Atlantic to the New World a mere 300 years ago, and yet in that time it has been responsible for the formation of nations, the perpetuation of slavery, the creation of media platforms, and the incarnation of massive trading conglomerates and established financial institutions that are intrinsic to our global economic infrastructure. Its legacy has seeped into many aspects of our lives, not least politics, journalism, science, and literature. I will leave off here today in the middle of page 10, and we'll take off again next morning. Thank you for joining me. I hope you'll enjoy season two.